Welcome everyone to Horror Cafe, where we're serving up a cup of horror one episode at a time. I'm Erica. And I'm Jackie. Today I'm drinking a Dunkin' Donuts espresso. What about you, Mom? Well, thanks for including me in your Dunkin' Donut run, and I am having their original blend. Yummy. I love Dunkin' Donuts. I know you do. We are heading into the deep in July. We're kicking off episode 12 with the movie Open Water. What you're saying is we're going to go swimming with sharks? Oh, yeah. Oh, a, man. A deep, deep dive. Before we start the episode. Okay. I'd like to call myself out on something. On what? I was, as we always do when a new episode releases, I listen to it. Mm-hmm. As do you, because, you know, we need to make sure it's <laughs> airing right. Right. And just to, to listen, because we pre-record this. Right. In 28 Days Later, I was bitching about the quality of the movie and yes, how it bothered me. you were. I'd like to point out that I'm a hypocrite because Blair Witch is poor quality and it didn't bother me. I think I did bring it up in Blair Witch, mm-hmm. but I didn't say it was to the uh, lengths that it bothered me during 28 Days. Yeah, and that's why you said it didn't hold up, but that is, uh, right. you're right. Call yourself on your own bullshit. So, so I'm good. calling myself out. In my defense, the only defense I have uh-huh. is that Blair Witch is found footage, so there's always that little quality that it's not going to be great versus 28 Days, which is not found footage, and that it's, you know, a regular a movie. movie. And maybe maybe that's what I was trying to, I don't know, but sorry. I'll take the, I like to point out my, <laughs> my you know, I call myself out on it. Well, bravo on that, and let's get on with this episode. You got it. Open water. Tell us what it's about. All right. Daniel and Susan are main characters. They go on a tropical vacation. Looks nice. Looks beautiful. It looks like they're in the Caribbean, perhaps. They go on a group dive, and they decide to go and separate themselves from the group to be, you know, adventurous. Never do that. (laughs) A screwed up headcount on the boat makes the captain think that the entire tour group is back and the boat splits. Yep, leave them dust in the wind. And when the couple resurface, they realize the boat is gone. And sharks are lurking underneath and they're doomed. Okay, I can't believe that this movie is from 2003. I know, right? I was in high school. <laughs> When this came out. Damn, that makes me feel really How old. do you think I feel? <laughs> <laughs> me too. I know we watched this in the movies, and if I wasn't already scared of the ocean because of the infamous Jaws, <laughs> this just made it worse, and it made it worse again now. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I've seen this movie again since I watched it in the theater maybe one more time at home, mm-hmm. but I mean... I think it was still back in the early 2000s, and I I still think it's a good movie. It's a slow build of this panic. Mm -hmm. And, like, what... I mean, that is such a shitty situation. Oh, my God. It is the shittiest of shittiest, because if you get stranded out in land, at least you have food. Yeah. There's a chance of surviving. There's a bigger chance. Even if you don't have (laughs) Wi-Fi. Yeah. But out there, I mean... You can't even drink the water. Right. I mean, oh. Surrounded by water that you can't drink. I'm, I'm just, I, it, it makes me anxious just 
thinking about how bad that situation is. Yeah, I, I watched this movie twice, um, once with you in the movie, at the movies, I should say, and then at home with your dad. Building on what you said, um, this movie is a little bit slow to start, but it's intentional. It's a very slow build to absolute dread. Mm-hmm. At least for me, it is. That's the right word. It's dread. It's dread. And we're gonna I'm gonna talk more about that when we get to to the sound section of, of our show because I realized after when I was thinking about it how that dread actually built. How it's built throughout the movie. I like it. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Movie facts. Rotten Tomatoes, the critics gave it a 71. I have to agree. But the audience gave it a 33. I read, so when I was searching for the upcoming movie facts, I ran into Reddit and people talking about this movie. And it seemed like most people actually did like it. Mm -hmm. So I thought that was an odd score. But the main complaint when people didn't like it is because it was so slow. But I think that's important. It's important to build it up. Maybe people wanted to see like shark action like shark killer like a slasher shark movie is what i'm gonna call it but that's not the point of this movie i think it's it's more than just the sharks it's the impending doom of like nothing is gonna come no one's gonna come save us we are fucked out here i i think you're right i think what's happened with everyone is that they want instant action and this build in this movie i think is fantastic so i disagree with the audience i think the critics did for critics, did well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'm surprised by that score. I would have thought maybe it would have been the other way around. Me but, too. But I'm pleasantly surprised with the Rotten Tomato critics, so kudos to them. It cost $120,000 to make this movie. Not bad. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. For what I would think would be kind of pricey, because you have to go out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. So that means you need a boat that can't... Anyway... And it ended up grossing $55.5 million worldwide. That's that's some... We run into a lot of profitable <laughs> horror movies on small, this show. Small budget profitable yeah. movies. Should we make one? Gosh, that would be so fun. <laughs> I think what makes this movie extra unnerving is that it's based on a true story. And how many times does has this happened? And we don't know about it. I don't think it's that unusual for it to happen. I don't either. I I read a couple (laughs) of things online as well. And it happens a little bit more than people actually think it does. Yeah, that's concerning. The movie is based on Tom and Eileen Lonergan's adventure. (laughs) Disappearance. They actually went diving. This was in January of 1998 in the Great Barrier Reef of Australia. Even worse, there's so many sharks over there. I mean, not that there aren't sharks everywhere, everywhere, but I've heard, you know, I don't know if that's an urban I don't think it is. I think that the population... It's like shark infested over there. The population of sharks in that area is pretty overwhelming. But that the same situation happened. They strayed from the group. They came up. The boat was gone. But in real life or in their story, it took the skipper two days to find their gear on the boat with, you know, their information. And in the movie, it was, what, a day right, and a half? Right, the next morning. Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, what about that's accountability? Scary. Like, Responsibility, what are you doing? Yeah. You don't count after your charter? Like, you don't clean out the boat? I said that 
in the we'll we'll mention we it later. Watching, yeah. Like, don't you anyway? <laughs> and then there's this whole conspiracy that they tried to fake their their own death. And you made a good point. I think people thought of that conspiracy to cover up that the boating. The charter fucked up. Yeah. Like they didn't do a, you know, correct head count. Yeah, there was some kind of um, conspiracy conspiracy theory going on that um, Tom had a death wish. And a lot of it was blown out of the water yeah. by the family saying this is just a way to cover up the fact that this company was irresponsible. And later, their gear washed up on shore, indicating clearly that they had died. Yeah. They went on a week-long manhunt. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, how do you find people like this? They're constantly drifting, as you've noticed in the movies. Mm -hmm. I think it would be, as sad as it is, almost impossible, especially because two days had already gone by. Oh, yeah. Eileen's father was the one who believes that they became dehydrated, disoriented, as... It should be. Right. I mean, you have no source of water. And it led them to, you know, shedding their suits, their gear. And it's believed by the father, and I believe it too, that they died by drowning or sharks. Makes sense. So I know that in the movie, I was wondering what kind of sharks they used in it. Did you find out what they were? I did. Ah. Through some internet search, uh... It's Caribbean reef sharks, which I've never heard of, actually. And we live in Florida, so we have some idea. <laughs> we have a, a significant of amount of sharks down here, but yeah. Yay. The cast wore chain mesh under their diving suits for protection, and luckily none of them were bitten by the sharks. I mean, that's good. Sure. I would have been... I don't, I, I don't think I would have made this movie. I don't think I could. I either. would be so scared. And they had a shark wrangler on set. Set, you know what I mean. And I would still be like, they're they're animals. You don't know. They're unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the character of Susan, the actress, was bitten by a barracuda on the first day of filming. That would have been my like. All right, Your I'm out of here. Call, that would be like hell. No, I'm, I'm out of here. <laughs> Both actors for Susan and Daniel spent over 120 hours in the water over the course of the production. That's a lot of water time. That's a lot of nausea. For you, yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> that you get seasick, yeah. <laughs> All right. I love this fact that I found. At the end of the movie, Susan and Daniel's IDs were found and their last names were revealed as Watkins and Kintner. Fun fact. From Jaws, the girl who went skinny dipping, her name was Chrissy Watkins. And the young boy who dies on the inflatable raft is Alex Kintner. <laughs> it's like a cool nod to Jaws, the classic, oh. the infamous, the one and only. Okay, I am going to make a cheesy ghost joke here because... Do it. This is Horror Cafe. Did the ghost... Of Skitty Dipping Girl and Wrath Kid reincarnate into Susan and Daniel only to be devoured yet again by sharks. Wow, Mom. <laughs> you, re you really put some thought into this. Yes, I did. <laughs> I mean, could be. Years later, we're back. So they're reliving. God, that's a shitty way to go Nightmare every time. Over and over. <laughs> that was good, Mom. Mm hmm. The movie took over two and a half years to film. 
because they would film mostly on weekends and holidays. Well, I guess that accounts for the $120,000 budget. And why it took so long. Yeah. No CGI was used in the movie, (laughs) which is pretty cool, and which we know because they use real sharks. Yeah. They would use tuna to get the sharks moving around and getting them to be active. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I would just not do this. And apparently, as long as they were eating the tuna, they wouldn't harm the two actors. Okay, I gotta that say would that. not make me feel any more comfortable. If anything, it would make me feel worse. Kudos to these actors, because I don't know that I'd be okay with that. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be there. Yeah, I don't believe in messing with wild animals, creatures of any kind. But hey, guess what? The movie was extremely realistic. It was. To me, it was. Great job. Yep. All right, are you diving in to movie observation? Wow. Yes. The movie starts with Susan and Daniel getting ready to go on this vacation that Mm -hmm. is apparently much needed, but kind of last minute from what we can tell. Yes. Seems like she's a workaholic. Maybe she works in like a movie industry, TV, something, because she's talking about production production and and things like that. First thing we notice, flip phones. Landlines. Landlines, like, whoa, this is really taking it back. Yeah. And I thought it was funny how he was in the car and he was talking to her in the house through the phone, like... Through the flip phone. Through the flip phone, like, okay. Yeah, and I I gotta ask you this. Did you get the feeling that the marriage was on the rocks? Because I felt some tension between them. Yes, I believe so. Okay. I believe there was. I felt like that, and I think it was a result of... Her work. I believe so. Because they, they kind of strive to make a point of her being this big-time workaholic. Yeah. Like, she can't get away for five seconds because even on their way, I guess, to the to the airport, she takes a call. Yeah, and they're supposed to be on vacation. Right. Which he says to her. Mm-hmm. And then they're on the plane, and you can see um, Daniel with old earphones, and you can tell it's from a Walkman. Oh, my God. Remember a Walkman? I remember. I I love those. I would make my own CDs. Okay. Those were the (laughs) Those were the days. The days. days. Now you just make your own playlist on whatever music platform you use. They get to their destination. We don't know where it is. Yeah, they don't really say where it is. They don't say... um, Based on the appearance, it looks like they're in the Caribbean. It looks like a Caribbean island. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're doing their tourist thing, walking around the the town. Ironically, Daniel puts his head in one of those fake hanging sharks. I mean, I think it was a fake one. Yeah. And another nod to old technology, they use an old, like, point-and-shoot film camera. Oh, that's right. I remember having one of those back then, and it Mm -hmm. was so fun. That reminds me of you carrying that little point and shoot of yours everywhere we went. Yeah. Got to document everything. (laughs) And then when it went digital, even worse. Yeah. Then you (laughs) just went nuts because back when we had film. You had to develop it and you had to pick and choose. (laughs) Times have changed. Yes, they have. The next thing you see is they're at the hotel and they're trying to get it on or at least Daniel is. Um, but it doesn't happen. And this is where you really start to see that there is some tension between them. Yeah. But they're getting ready for the next day. They go to sleep because the next day is their... Dive day. Their scuba diving day. (laughs) They're on the boat and the skipper is talking to them about the dive. 
and somebody asks, are there sharks? And the skipper explains that, well, we're out in the ocean, so yes, there are sharks. If you don't want to see them, close your eyes. Okay, but I feel that that's just glossing over it. Why? Because I think that if you are taking people out into the open water, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> no pun intended there. Uh -huh. You should at least give them some safety guidelines when there are sharks present. I don't agree. You know why? You are a certified diver. You went through a certification to get this. Mm -hmm. They, No one on that boat is there without that certification, which means, hello, if you're going out into the ocean, you are going to find sharks. I, I know so that. So I, I think his response was more like a, sir, you chose to come dive out in the open water. No pun intended again. Of course, there's going to be a likelihood of sharks. Like 99.9%, okay. .9 there's going to be a shark. So I don't think, like, I, th I honestly thought it was a stupid question from the diver. Like, what do you expect? Uh, look, like, I... Like, when I go snorkeling, I know there's a 99.9% .9 chance. You're not snorkeling anymore. <laughs> that's <laughs> all I, I was You saying. can't live in fear, but... I, you know. I agree, but I still think that some safety precautions should be given to people because there are stupid people in this world. Then you shouldn't go diving because that's part of the certification. I, the whole, I, I mean, I know the certification is more for the equipment and how to dive, mm -hmm. but if you're taking that on, because it's a risk, yeah, like everything true. in life, when okay. you're not in your home, it's a risk. So you should know, oh shit, if I'm going to go diving in deep ass water, there's going to be something, whether it's a shark, a barracuda, or something else is going to be there. So Okay, I see your point. You're mm -mm. right. All right, all right, fine. <laughs> you win this round. <laughs> this was a fun argument. <laughs> Discussion. I, okay, I still think some safety guidelines should be given. I don't care. Okay, and the way they did the count... Oh, I agree. This is ridiculous. This was stupid. This they is ridiculous. They literally did little sticks. Or well, wrote, no. No, he wrote the number yeah. 20, the other guy. I think his name was Junior in the movie. And he wrote the number 20. Right. But I think that the way it's done correctly is you have, you. there's 20 people. You say, you're number one. Say your number. And then at the end, when you get back on, you have everybody count. If somebody didn't say their number, you know somebody's missing. I agree. This little drawing sticks, at that, the end, yeah. that does not work We'll for get me. back to that. Yeah. To that scene. All right, so for fine. now, the I know camera, I'm fired up on this. I know, because I was too. So we'll, we'll get to that when it comes to that scene. The camera focuses on the, and it's like, it's not even an official paper. It's just like on a clipboard, like lined school paper yeah. from back in yeah, the Yeah, a legal school. pad is what it is. And he writes the number 20. Yeah. That's it. Mm -hmm. And that's your flag, like, oh, here we go. Yeah, not even a list of people's names. Right. That you could read out and say right. here. Exactly. Oh, this just irritates <laughs> me. They make it to the dive site, and we meet what we're going to call him on Horror Cafe. Extra mask asshole. That's his official name. This guy on the tour forgot his mask. To and go he's diving out. And he's, yeah. And he's giving the, the bow people a hard time. And they're like, you can't go in without right. a mask. He's like, well, I'm experienced. I can do this. I, he, he is so full of himself. Yeah. He's, he's pumped up on diving. Yeah. And he doesn't care. He just wants an extra mask. But they tell him, no, you can't dive. So he has to stay on the boat. And it's important to note 
that they dive in a buddy system. Right. So this is important because they find, you know, everybody dives with their buddy, right. including our Daniel and Susan. Mm-hmm. They dive, they do their thing. A couple comes up to return to the boat because the the woman of that couple says she can't she can't do the dive because of her ears or something. Mm-hmm. So they come back up on the boat. And this is where asshole, extra mask asshole is like, "Oh, can I just borrow your mask since right. you're since you're done?" Right. And you know, the the couple said, "Yeah, you can have it." But now he's giving the boat people a hard time again because he can't go in by himself. Right. He forces the man of the couple, his name is Brian, to go in and dive with him as his buddy. Yeah, he literally bullies him. He's such an asshole. That's why his name is Extra Mask Asshole. <laughs> All right. When the couple came up, they came up on the boat, and the skipper, captain, I'm not really sure who it was, took a tally. Mm-hmm. And he put three mm-hmm. under the number 20. Right. Because it was asshole guy mm-hmm. and the couple. Right. But he didn't account for when Them going, back, going out. back in, and that's what screws up the head count. Exactly. Ugh, what a stupid system. It's important to note that the dive is 35 minutes. And, and they make it clear. They make that clear. The boat operators make that clear. You have 35 minutes for your dive. Everybody dives. They show Daniel and Susan having their little fun. And you can kind of tell they're separated. Yeah, they, you can tell they're far away you, from everybody. You don't see other people mm-hmm. around them. Right. And then you see people start coming back. Mm-hmm. They're loading. And you see the guy taking his little tally, counting everybody. This is where the mistake is also. Right. Not only is this a stupid system, why don't you do a final head count right. before you leave? Let's not even look at that, your system sucks, you don't have people's names, fine. But why don't you do a, when everybody's sitting, count. Exactly. That made no sense to me. But you know, there's a moment where you see the guy, like, visually counting, but I I think, I don't know what happened there. Do you remember that part? Because I think I commented, like, what the hell, does this guy not know how to count? Right. Or did he just think he wasn't counting right? I don't know. At that moment, as a person, I would be, all right, let me... Go and stand in front of each fucking person in here and count them. And count it. I... Ugh, it, it just irritates me. Anyway, while that's happening, the other two are off frolicking in the water, having fun. They're touching taking, an eel. Yeah, touching eel. They're taking pictures. They have this little bright yellow underwater camera. And I'm pointing this out for a reason, mm-hmm. which we'll get into later. Mm-hmm. But they're taking pictures. They are really pushing it. Yeah. And this cost them a lot. You mean their lives? Yes. (laughs) Because guess what? The boat leaves. Yep. They surface and they're like, oh, wait a minute. Where's the boat? And initially when they come up, they look to both ends and there's two boats and they're like, maybe it's that one. You really think the boat is that far? Well, I mean, if they do- if they swam far enough, I guess they would be that far. Well, not only that, they 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 swam away from the group. You also have to account for the current. Right. How many times haven't we been on the beach and all of a sudden we're like, oh wait, where- where's our chair? Right. right, and we realize that the water has drifted us, and yep. we don't even it's real. don't realize that it. drifting is real. You yeah. think you're in the same spot, and you're and not. You're not. 
and yeah, you're not. Exactly. It's not like there's a palm tree that says, "Hey, I'm here. And look Marcus. at me." Right, Mark. Yeah. And that's important to note too, because Daniel says, "Oh, yeah, I marked it by some three coral thing in yeah, the water. Three pronged coral thing." In and the then water. when they look down, there's nothing. They're not because they've drifted. Yeah. While it is the boat's fault, I also blame them. Yeah, they were careless. They were also careless. You strayed from the group. And, I mean, they argue about this later, which we'll get to. Were you on time? Did you keep track of time? Because if you're told 35 minutes, I would be there even earlier. Right. Just I, to make sure. Give yourself some fi- a five-minute thing. Yeah, especially because you guys have decided to go away from the group. Mm-hmm. I would try to make that effort. So I also blame them for not... It is a shared responsibility yeah. on both sides. It's 50-50. So Susan goes, oh, look, let's let's swim to that one. But he's like, well, what if it's not our boat? And we're never going to catch up. Plus, there's the current. And they're watching these two boats pretty much disappear Yep, from them. And they're waving. It's like there is no they're way not see anyone you. can see you. They're not going to see you. Not that deep out in the ocean. There's right. no way. It's not happening. And there's a lot of glare mm-hmm. in the ocean when you're looking, especially because the. I'm assuming they left at 8.30 because mm-hmm. she said the night before, you know, it's at 8.30. It probably took them a while to... It's probably 10 or 11 in the morning. The sun is high. Yeah. And the sun sparkles on the water, you're not going to see two little dots. And honestly, when you're, it's not the same as when you're on the beach and you're waving at somebody who's over out on On the shore. On the shore. This is deep ocean. There are waves that you don't even realize are happening. Right. Because it inundates like that. And you, the person who's on the, on the boat may not be able to see you because of that. Right. So the waving was ridiculous. And this, this comment annoyed me. Um, when when he said that could not be our boat, who cares? Right. Honestly, You're who right. cares? Yeah, I would have. You I, guys are stranded. Mm-hmm. Go to any boat. Exactly. I mean, I agree that there's no point in swimming. Or was it she that said it? Whoever said that it could I think not it be was our him. it could not be our boat. It who was cares? Him. Just you need help. Mm-hmm. You guys are fucked. <laughs> then they see their first shark fin, and there's a thing of oh, is it a dolphin? Right. But no. No. It's not a dolphin. It's a shark. It's a shark. And and they they have this they show this um overhead shot and you see the shark swimming under them. That is a really good shot because they don't that's the other thing with when you're in the ocean you can't see below you. Right. And this is the thing that have that has always terrified me about the ocean is Especially, obviously, when you're not touching mm-hmm. the shore or the sand, I'm sorry. Anything could be under you. Mm-hmm. Anything. anything. Absolutely. Anything. When can. there's enough space between you, your feet, and the sand, all bets are off. <laughs> and that's what's terrifying is that if the water isn't clear enough or it's just because of the waves and the glare and everything, you're, you can't see what's below you. So that's really scary. It is. They it were is. just swimming below them like, hey... We're just here, guys. And they didn't know it. They didn't know it. Until exactly. they saw that first How many times thing. have we probably been in the ocean and something has swum by us? Well, God. for sure. My God. Daniel pulls out a knife <laughs> and says, it makes me feel better. I don't blame him. Yeah. Whether it will do anything or not, I, I understand the sense of security. It's, it's yes, it is a, a sense of security. False, of, of having. But... Well, it's False more sense. of he has control over something. Yeah. 
And I think human beings always need to feel like they have some control over a situation, even one as futile as this one is. They realize they're stranded. So they're just, you know, bobbing in the water, basically, with their gear. And Susan feels like something, like she got stung or bit or something. She feels something, and then Daniel feels it. And now, oh my god, I didn't even think about this. I know. It's not even a shark at this point. It's jellyfish. They they swam, They drifted. They didn't swim. They drifted into a pool of jellyfish. I would never even think about this. See what I, I mean? Like, it's just such a bad situation to mm-hmm. be in out there. And by now, also... Um, they would be sunburn, mm-hmm. which is another horrible thing to factor in on their face. Not to mention dying of thirst. Well, yeah, I mean, but eventually that would be over time, but they've already been out there for what, maybe four hours? Well, at longer? that point when the jellyfish thing happened, it's about, I think the screen, it flashed on that it was one thirty. So oh. obviously Oof. at least five hours worth of time out ex- to expose to and the, the midday element. sun is oh, yeah. a killer. Oh yeah, for sure, especially in the Caribbean. Yeah. So the skies are starting to get stormy, which for me that would freak me out. And they see like a cargo ship or whatever it was, a big ass boat way out, and they try to signal. He tries to signal with his mask, but there's no sun. Yeah. I mean, it was a great idea. It was a great idea. But there's no sun to reflect. But even then, and then they're back to the waving. <laughs> They're back to the way. But even then, it's like what I said. If the sun was out, it could work. But there's so much. If the sun is hitting the waves, you know how it creates like other. Right. It looks like it's shimmering. Mm -hmm. It's just hopeless. (laughs) It's so hopeless. And I feel it with them. I agree. Like, what do you do? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a terrifying situation. Susan gets nauseous because she is clearly seasick seasick because she had taken dramamine mm-hmm. for the trip i can attest to this i know what this feels like it's really shitty and when dramamine kicks off <laughs> it is a really bad feeling until you vomit right it's it's nothing is going to help you and especially in their situation what is she going to do they're constantly going up and down from the waves mm-hmm. they're bobbing oh. up and down oh my god I can, I can. You're getting sick just. I can about understand it, that it's it sucks because I've been seasick multiple times and so she vomits mm-hmm. and then she lays down and falls asleep. They. I didn't think that would be possible, but I I guess you could. Well, they're they're tired too. Think about yeah. it. Their dehydration has kicked in. Yeah. The sun. They're tired because no matter what, you're in that water and you're literally fighting that current, even if you're not moving. Right. You're. St- it's taking a toll on your body. So, yeah, she drifts off to sleep. But not only does she drift off to sleep, so does Daniel. Find out what happens when they wake up after this break. It's now four forty in the afternoon. We know they fell asleep, but here's the worst part. They have drifted apart. Oh, my God. And she wakes up terrified. I did, too. I would have been... I freaked out with her. I did, too. Because now you're alone? Yeah. And the sharks, another overhead shark, a shot, are right below her. And one knocks into her. Oh, my God. And she starts, like... Moving around, looking for him, looking for Daniel, and she sees him far away. Finally. 
And then he wakes up and they start swimming towards each other. I thought, honestly, watching this movie was like watching it again, you know, brand new because I really didn't remember Mm -hmm. anything besides them getting, you know, separated from from the boat. Right. I thought he was dead. I'm like, did he die? Oh, my God. Already? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was so scared with her. They're back together. Then she starts feeling a pecking on her leg. You know... You mentioned something at the beginning of Movie Facts about her actually getting a nibble by a barracuda. I'm wondering if they actually used that nibble oh, maybe. in this scene. Maybe. Maybe they did. And he goes, Daniel goes to look at it. Mm-hmm. And he notices that it's a bite. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't really tell her. Right. Because he doesn't want her freaking out. But we don't know. It doesn't, do you it think it was a shark bite? I it don't doesn't know. Look like it. it doesn't look like it. So I, I I really don't know. I, I listen. If it was a shark bite based on Shark Week, <laughs> I think it would be much worse than. I don't think it would have been a little meh, like what you saw. Yeah, that looked pretty small. So it looked it, small. I don't know if it was a product of the sting, and then maybe something else came to bite her. Mm-hmm. But I I don't think it was a shark bite. But because they're in a heightened state of panic, I right. think he just thinks it is. Right. Yeah. Daniel gets a major leg cramp. Oh, that's got to be terrible. <laughs> in yeah. the water. And it's probably due to the exposure mm-hmm. as well. And but dehydration, exactly. all of that. Mm-hmm. All that has set in. He's getting this major leg cramp, but now more sharks are starting to show up again. And it's at this point that you realize that Daniel starts to lose it. Yeah. Because he starts screaming and he's like, this can't be normal. And I, he's the situation. Yeah, he's, he's referring to the situation and being left behind. And then he goes on, and this really got to me. He goes, we paid to do this. Can you imagine? You literally paid to die. Yes. That's pretty shitty. Oh, God. That when is, he said that, too, I was like, hmm, that's a good point. Yes. And ugh. this is where they get into an argument. Yep. And the blame game comes up. She wanted to go skiing. Apparently, there was something with the trip that maybe another trip was canceled. This and is then, where we learn it's last minute. Yeah, and then he blames her job, and it, it just gets it gets crazy. Right. And I think this is part of the whole process mm-hmm. of dealing with being left out in the middle of the ocean. Right. Then they see... I, I, I don't know what it's called. I guess we should have looked it up. I'm calling it a weather buoy. Yeah. It looks like a, a lighthouse, but mm-hmm. I think it's for weather and it's a, it's it's floating out there. Right. They see it and they're like, let's go swim to it, right? Because, I mean, at this point, what are they going to do? You know what? I think I would have swam to it. Yeah. At least you could have hung on to it. I don't know for how long, but, you know, climb on it and balance it out. And it's- hope that a boat will pass by. Because right. it's out there means a boat should be passing by. Plus, you're higher up and above the water. Right. Well, that's number one. You're out of the water. Right. Exactly. That's number one. Yes. They start swimming towards it, which now means they're kicking. Mm Mm-hmm. Daniel loses the knife. Yeah. Which sucks. And he gets... Now he's the one that gets bit by a shark because a whole pool of blood surrounds them. But it's not just a little nibble. It's a big one. This is a bite. Yeah. He gets bit on the... um, What is this? The The calf? calf. Like a big chunk. Yeah. And she tries to fix it by putting, it looks like some kind of belt. Yeah, the belt know, that they use with the weights with and all the that gear, shit. Yeah. And to just try and help, you know, stop the bleeding. Because now you're really going to attract 
a shark. I mean, they're already there clearly anyway, mm-hmm. but that just makes the situation way worse. And so this is why I don't think she did get bit by a shark yeah, because, or maybe yeah. she brushed up against coral. Who knows? Anything. Yeah. It, it could have been anything out there. Um, this is where he literally flips out about being eaten by a shark. I mean, yeah. he, he loses it. And I think that this is a part of the movie that illustrates the difference here between Daniel and Susan. He has freaked out a few times already. Yeah. Okay. But Susan has remained relatively calm. Yeah. It it shows you the way people... Adapt. Adapt and react to situations. To situations, yeah. It's now sunset. Oh, yeah. You you kept mentioning how it's going to be night soon. It's going to be night soon. And that's worse. And that's worse. (laughs) And you want to know why? Because if I were in this movie, this is when I think I would be the most terrified. Yeah. Because the whole night thing makes everything scarier. All and right. It's, and it's coming. Yeah. There is no way to stop that from happening. Being out in the ocean like that, oh my God, that it just freaks me out. And if you can't see below you during the day. Imagine at night. And not just that, it's pitch black. You cannot see. You can't even see your nose. Exactly. You can't see the person next to you. Mm. that's why sunset freaked me out because it's coming and guess what it did (laughs) it did this is a wonderful scene the night scene Mm -hmm. is absolutely one of the most terrifying things in a horror movie (laughs) yes it is and they filmed it really well because they're filming Mm -hmm. it's just it's so black your screen looks black Mm-hmm. But it was brilliant when they would show the lightning mm-hmm. and you see them and she's crying, you know, she's upset. She is. She is. It, it's the flashing of the lightning. And you the get flashing a- of the fin. Yes, exactly. And and it's off, on. It's like turning a light on, then off, then on, then off. Plus, you have the crackling of the thunder. You're in water. Now, not only is it sharks, it's lightning hitting you because you're in water. Yeah. With oh, tanks. God, God, God. It's that the just, it's the oh. mystery of the strobe light. Because if mm. you've ever gone to, you know, a haunted house on Halloween. Like we haven't done that ever, right? Listen. <laughs> okay, another story for another, another day. Another story for another day. Maybe in October we can talk all about our Halloween life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the mystery of a strobe light, right, is you see and then you don't see it. You see. And that's what makes this scene impactful. I thought it was so good. But because not only, of how scary it was. But not only that, and we'll cover this later, the music in this scene, you, you're going to listen to it now, later on. Okay. You're, you're going to see. It, it literally builds this scene. It's fantastic. But they magically survive the night. Yes. Oh, sorry. Let's back up a little bit. Daniel is praying now. That's right. That added does. a little element of like, oh my God. Yes. Not good. No. But they survived. They did. It's morning. And now it's morning. Sunrise. Now is when the boat people realize that they're missing. And they go to their hotel. Obviously, they don't answer. And you see that a search party is being... Released. Yeah. Helicopter, seaplane. It's 8.55 in the morning. Yep. They technically have now been 24 hours out. Because mm-hmm. they left at 8.30 in the morning. And even, okay, so clearly they're going to go to the dive site. Mm-hmm. But they have drifted for 24 
hours, basically. Yeah, pretty much. No hope, man. No hope. Daniel is dead. I, I'm assuming he bled out, probably. I'm sure he bled to death. Yeah. And she... So that alone is, is really sad, too, and in general. Like, okay, we're stuck in this shitty situation. Now one of us is dead. Now mm-hmm. now I'm alone. Because remember when she woke up from that nap, she right. already thought she was alone, and that's scary, but now you are. But now she knows she is alone. And, yeah. And you see, they, they do this close-up on her face where you see her thoughts. I think she realizes... She, she really is calm because even now, it, she's pretty calm. Very calm. But I think it's because she just realizes, okay, there is nothing to do here. Right. She left him drift off. Yeah. Which must have been hard. I don't uh, I don't know if I would be able to do that. But, but what, what you, else are you... I don't know. What else are you going to do? With him? Because when she lets him drift off, it's when the sharks start to eat I him. Know. But not only is that feeding frenzy now starting, now they're all over the place. And it's not like two or three sharks. Yeah. It's more than a dozen sharks swimming in that entire area. Yep. And you see them pulling him down under the water. Mm -hmm. They're surrounding her. She decides to let go of the tank that's holding her, which is her flotation device at this point. Yeah. And... You see her looking, before that happens, you see her looking under the water because obviously the waves come up and down. Not that she's looking, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And you can, you get a glimpse of Daniel being eaten. Even though you don't see it, it's Mm -hmm. implied because the sharks are there. Mm -hmm. And this is when she realizes, you see it on her face, that there's no hope. She makes a decision here. That's a really hard decision. I don't know if it's a decision I would be able to make for myself, but she literally, I don't know if diving, she literally just plunges into the ocean to die. She lets herself go under the water. Yeah. And it was funny because your your dad has been joining us for the last couple of movies, mm-hmm. and he was very quiet during this movie. Very, very quiet. Yeah. But he did mention that he wouldn't give up. Hmm. He said he's literally going down with the ship, or in this case, the sharks. Yeah. But but here's something that I found interesting. Mm-hmm. The ending of this movie continued playing in the back of his mind. Because last night, he brought up the movie and the ending. He did? Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. Um, and it, it, he was talking about Susan's decision to end it all. Oh, wow. Okay. And even though at first he had said, no, I'm going down fighting... He, he realized that it was her only choice, that she decided to end it on her terms rather than being eaten alive. But she is being eaten alive. But, and, and then he, then this is, this really freaked him out more. But did she drown herself oh. or did the sharks get to her once she tried to drown herself? Which one was it? Exactly. Did she drown or did she drown and then they ate her as she was... Dr- oh, my we God. We don't know. And I guess that's what makes the ending... That's a really good point. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, that's a good point. And that's what leaves the ending... Up to you. Open-ended. Haha, yeah. In open water. Uh-huh. It's a, I didn't even think farther because, honestly, I figured once she went down, they attacked her. But that's a good point. Did she drown? Was she mid-drowning and got eaten? Right. I mean, honestly, it's, it's... Because I think in her head, 
when you see her, there's that, do I do this? Do I let myself be eaten alive? Because I can't imagine a worse thing in life than that. Yeah. Or do I just drown and just suffer for, I don't know how long it takes. A I few think it's minutes. seconds. Yeah, whatever it is. Minutes, yeah. whatever. And how do you drown yourself? I don't know how that works. I, I don't, don't either because you, I would assume you want to fight your, to, your, to live. Your, your right. reaction is to fight. Right. But I guess at that moment, you just don't know. Right. Anyway, so it ends with her deciding that there is no hope. It's yeah. Hope is gone. And I like that they didn't end it with, oh, she went under and then like a minute later the helicopter flew over. Right. No one came. No. Because there, it it would be nearly impossible mm-hmm. to find them. Yeah. It definitely over would. Over a day. And in, yeah. and in the real story, it had been two days. Right. So even less. Even less chance. Even of, less. Of, of finding them. And so the, the movie ends and the credits start rolling, but they have this little, you know, um piece of the movie still showing and they show this shark and they're gutting it oh yeah yeah and what comes out the camera the bright yellow underwater camera that at some point during the movie just floated away Mm -hmm. um which clearly means those sharks ate it right yeah because sharks are infamous for eating anything anything. (laughs) yeah if you've watched shark week (laughs) yeah so and you're left with that oh but then you know what that leaves me with too What's on there? Yeah. Yeah. Well, clearly. More mystery. More mystery. I have to argue, I love ghost movies. I love, you know, hauntings, things like that. I have to argue if this is one of the best horror movies. Why? This happened to somebody in real life. It's realistic. Mm-hmm. This can happen. And it's it's terrifying. Mm-hmm. You, you have to put an argument out there that this is, could be one of the best horror movies that could happen to you. And it's such a shitty fuck situation to be in. This is real life horror. And this is tapping into something that I'm already scared of sharks. I respect them. This is your territory. I am not surviving this. Mm-hmm. Like I said at the beginning, land, I have a chance. Man is meant to be on land. We are not meant to be in the water. Right. This 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 is scary to the bone. And especially because I said we live in Florida. Yeah. And this is happening around us. And There's here sharks. we are in the middle of summer going to the beach and stuff. <laughs> and we're watching this kind of movie. Funny story. Just to add a funny story. Two years ago, you and I went to the beach. Mm-hmm. And we went, you know, oh my God, into re- waist deep water. Yeah. And this shadow came out of nowhere, <laughs> Mom. I and remember. And we were like, What the oh, hell is that? Thank God it was a manatee. But see what I mean? We didn't know until it was literally and crossing right in front of it us. It was a foot from us, if yeah. that. And it was, what, five feet long? Yeah, and wide. They're, they're big. Manatees yeah. are really big. It was and beautiful and it, it was cool. But initially, I was like, okay, here, bye. There goes my life. Yeah, it's over. You don't really when you're there, you have no concept. You have no idea. Of what's around and you're you. distracted by, hey, we're out in the water. We're having fun. We're, I'm talking to you. We're splashing. We're splashing and oh oh shit. What is that? <laughs> we both flipped out and then we're like, oh, oh, it's a oh, manatee. Oh, how cute. But then we talked about it. And like, we did talk oh about my god, it. that was so close. What if it was something else? Exactly. And we know what we mean. Yes. Yes, but I'm also going to take it a little further. Oh, great. A couple of years ago, 
I maybe you watched this too. I don't remember who was with. It was Shark Week on Discovery Channel. Of course, just to make it worse. Because why not? Mm-hmm. So they showed an overhead um, shot of Miami Beach mm-hmm. and the sharks. Yes, all yeah. because they were in a migration yep, pattern. They do this every year, every and they show year. it on the news every, every year. year. And people are in the water at the same time, and they have no clue. No clue. They're feet away. Yes, feet. I not, mean, not not miles. Feet. Feet away yep. from. People. And at any point, that shark, because they are clearly faster than us, mm-hmm. could turn around and be like, "Hey, let me have a foot." For lunch. Yeah, I'm kind of hungry now. This migration has taken its toll. I'm yeah, a little yeah, yeah. hungry. The ocean is a scary place. Beautiful. It is, a, it is beautiful gorgeous. beyond belief. And I, te- I am terrified every time you go snorkeling down in the Keys. But <laughs> I know that we can't live our lives like we that. Can't, we and, can't. And it doesn't happen. Th- I mean, the only reason people freak out when they hear about a televised shark attack is because they're so, they actually are rare. Right. Okay. It's just when it happens, of course, the media has to take media it. Media friendly. Kind of like a short frenzy. Yeah. Kind of like in Jaws, they have to make it a big deal. Exactly. But they they are rare and, you know, you just have to be, like I said at the beginning of this, you have to be cautious. You know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. You have to be safe and just aware. When I go snorkeling, I'm like hyper vigilant. Like, I'm like, this is beautiful, but (laughs) is there something coming? And I always try to stay in an area where I can get up. And run. Like, I'm not out in the deep where I can't do anything. Mm-hmm. Like, it's literally almost shoreline, like, rocks and things like that. Right. I recommend it, but it's, you know, scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a great movie. It was a really good movie. I enjoyed it. Sound and movie, Mom. You can take it away with your sound and movie analysis. Listen. Go. Because I, I, I honestly didn't notice because I, I was so distracted with the scenes and with the panic. But you did notice. You just don't realize that you noticed. Well, subconsciously maybe. Tell me. The key element in in the sound in this movie is that it builds dread. Each scene has its own sense of dread. And like, for instance, at the end, when Susan is alone in the water, it's foreboding and sad. I I want you to listen to this part of it because I think it's really important. You don't realize that it's happening until it, until you see it again. And that's what adds to the overall feeling of this movie. Makes sense. Let's take a listen to this. Okay. Oh yeah. Hmm. It's the sound of the water lapping. The It's over. It, the Game cres- over. The crescendo that it builds, the score builds. And then Susan, the height of, of the crescendo is Susan dipping under the water and then silence. And disappears. And just the sound of the water. Okay, fine. That was, I didn't. You do notice it, but you don't. It's it's your mind compiling everything together, making it one impactful right. scene. But sometimes the fact that you don't maybe notice the music yeah. is what actually, that music is what's getting you into the scene. And right. I felt that in this scene, it did that. Right. Great catch, because I was too involved to pick it up. Even though I'm trying to be more aware of the sounds... 
you are like the queen of sound. Well, because in I, the I movies. I I mean, I think I've always been like that, but even more so now when we rewatch things. Yeah. I want to see what influences the scene itself, what makes the hair on my arms raise or me get a chill. Or be scared. Or be scared. Yeah. And it's not just what I'm seeing visually, it's the sound. Yeah. And I It really goes hand in hand. Yes. I notice when she go I noticed when she went under the water that it stopped, and that's what got my attention. So I had to rewatch that part of the movie. Yeah. Um, because I'm like, wait. And I even made an I, I made a note to myself saying that, rewatch this part because you're, I was so into it that I had to play it back in my head to see it. Very good. All right, we're going to change it up today. Best scene. We both have the same scene, mm-hmm. but it's also influenced by sound. So yes. we're going to combine sound and best scene. Yes. Our favorite scene, because I'm going to say it for us, is the night scene. And yeah. I realized that I had a different scene picked because when I was thinking about it, I couldn't, for some reason, the night scene slipped my mind. Go figure. Mm-hmm. But as we were talking about it, it is, I mean, I already said why, but it's an excellent scene and terrifying. Mm-hmm. And then you also mentioned that there is music in this scene that I don't remember. So let's take a listen. Okay. Stay where you want. Well, that's scary. Even listening to it now again. Yeah. And there's a lot going on, but you can, if you really, you have to hone in on it, basically. Mm -hmm. It's, I call it the classic horror sound, which is those high violins. Screeching violins. It's to give you that, oh my God, this is like a climax of scary, Mm -hmm. basically. And you have that. You have... The panic in their voices, you have the 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 thunder, yeah, and then you can also hear the sharks mm-hmm. moving in the water. Moving in the water, it is like the culmination of everything horrifying at night with, in the ocean. In the ocean, <laughs> so this is the best scene in the movie. It is, bravo, best character. I, I mean, I liked both of them. Together. I like Susan. Susan. She's my favorite. She, I think it's brave of her to do what she did to herself. Mm-hmm. I Like I mentioned, I don't know if I would be able to make that decision. Um. Well, I already said it. Susan is my favorite. I just felt that she held on and she kept together. She did. And while the situation made it hard... She had to make hard decisions. And her last final decision was, I'm not going to be eaten by sharks. Well. We think. We hope. (laughs) We hope. Best unlikable character. (laughs) I mean, I put the skipper because you didn't count. You didn't do that right. (laughs) So this would have been avoided if you had done this correctly. Right. And for me, obviously, it's extra mask asshole yeah you're right because of him because of him this 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 all yeah, went wrong good this point. is all his damn fault that's true this egocentric asshole i think he also because of his behavior it distracted yes. the people on the boat exactly good point it is his fault that all this happened he has some responsibility yes he's the other part of this mystery yeah. does it hold up 
Absolutely. Oh, yeah. It sure does. <laughs> it really played with us this time. And now for the rules. Let's give you a refresher. All righty. Number one, don't say hello or who's there. Rule number two, turn on the lights. Rule number three, don't split up. Rule number four, don't go upstairs, in the basement, attic, cellar. The ocean. <laughs> why, rule number five, why are you going in there? If it says don't enter. Danger. Mm-hmm. Rule number six, make sure the bad guy is dead. And rule number seven, no Ouija board. The rules that were broken, I put that they split up from the tour group. Oh, yeah. That was the biggest rule. I mean, that was it. That they broke. That's why well, you that are and, dead. And, and going out to the ocean. But... <laughs> I mean, I, I guess I know, we can argue for that one, yeah. sort of. But they enjoy... Well, they wanted to scuba dive, and right. I get it. Everybody enjoys whatever they enjoy. But exactly. yeah, their biggest... <laughs> mistake here was splitting from the tour guide. But you could make an argument because it's like, why would you go to the attic if you know there's impending danger there? Mm -hmm. I guess the ocean, it, there is impending danger. Oh yeah, all around you. So we can argue for that one. Yeah. Scream award. How many times does Erica scream in a movie? I think I counted about three. I was on edge with <laughs> this were. one and I jumped every time with the sharks. It was so you, great. You it was were, good. You were kind of curled up there. Yeah, I sure was. <laughs> What about for you? Um, I think you, to me, you were five out of five because okay. of your, I could feel My. your tension. Yeah. It was fun. It and was your super... dad's tension because I could tell that he was like, oh, what? <laughs> you know him. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. You was. you jumped a couple of times. I did, but. I'll give you a two. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, folks, it's a wrap. We have talked all about open water today. As usual. That was fun. Sure was. We watched this movie on Amazon. You can rent this movie on Amazon, Vudu, and YouTube. It's also available on HBO Max with subscription. And if you have ever found yourself going from streaming service to streaming service to find where you can watch your chosen movie, check out the app Just Watch. It's free. And this is not a sponsored or paid promotion. We just wanted to share because we do use it a lot. It's really easy to use and it's so much better than searching, where can I find this? It literally gives it to you right there yep. with rental prices. Exactly. So you know what you're getting into ahead of time. Thank you for joining us today at Horror Cafe. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram under Horror Cafe Podcast. Please subscribe, follow, rate, and comment. And we have a website. You can visit us at horrorcafepodcast.com. Hit us up on the contact page and send us a message. We really love getting messages from you guys. We really do. We'd like to give a huge thank you for Rabbit and Red Radio for making us a part of their podcast family. So we're a pod fam. Yay. <laughs> you can find us on their platforms at rabbitandredradio.com and iTunes. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And until next time. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone. Bye.